Alright, welcome everybody. This is episode four of Stories on a Shoestring. Um, we recorded this episode and filmed it when we were in... Like within our first day, essentially, yeah. of being in, in Medellin, right? Yeah, we, we got here and walked to the park across the street. And, yeah. yeah dogs running around, police officers <laughs> hassling some people. Yeah, a lot of people giving us some weird looks. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I mean, a couple things worth mentioning. We... Once again, ran into some technical difficulties. <laughs> for, for some reason, my mic ended up not, or it picked up my audio, like slowed down. Yeah, it was so so it was super weird. weird. <laughs> so we're just working off of one mic for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matt's voice sounds a little quiet. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. you can still hear it. You get the gist. Deal. And it was only what half hour? Was it an hour long? I think it was an hour. Ah, hour good for us. Yeah, good for us. Uh, <laughs> but we have a, we have a full video to yes. go along with. Oh that, yeah, which I think I think is so. Yeah, cool. one <laughs> one technical difficulty surfaces <laughs> and another one subsides. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, there are also a couple shout outs. Yeah, that we, that <laughs> we forgot to elaborate on. We kind of mentioned it and then we didn't. So the first one being. The hostel we ended up staying at, at more of a hotel, more of like a bed and breakfast even. Yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't know how to. They just had a couple of couple of rooms yeah. that they rented out, um, but they're really cool. And so the, it was Hotel Maria Bonita, in, in Onda. Um, Onda, yeah, spelled yes. Honda, um, <laughs> as, as we mentioned in the episode. Um, Man, they yeah. were wonderful, absolutely beautiful. And anybody who is worried about a language barrier potentially <laughs> facing you when you're in another country, man, they were they. The, the owner spoke phenomenal English, felt yeah. us feel at home, um, really extended that, that Colombian sort of hospitality that we were searching for, and yeah. it did not take us long to find it. Yeah, and, it, and it's stayed with us ever, ever since yeah. it feels like. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Um, so that, there was also a, a, an amazing person, photographer, traveler that we met. Um, we and we're going to be using some of her pictures, you know, yeah. throughout throughout the the episodes, or just throwing them up on our social media so you guys can see them. Um, but yes, check her out. Yeah, her name is Courtney Blythe. Courtney Blythe. Um, she's the Australian gal who's traveling around South America on her own. On her own. On her. Yeah, which on I her own. So respect for. Yeah, more power. Um, shout out to us. <laughs> Yeah, connect with us on our social media. Yes. The Facebook page has been has been really taken off, which is always yeah. super exciting. Yes, yes. We're still waiting to get submissions of your stories, though. Please yeah. send them in. Yeah. We want them. I would love... I mean, like, however long it takes, you know, however long your recording is, just send it in. Yeah. We would love to hear it. We would love to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess other than that, um, we're sitting on... Episode five as well, which we're yeah. going to record a, a bit for. Um, yep. So yep. we have episode five recorded. We have most of episode five. It, we have an interview with this guy uh, named Rachel. Yes, yes, so yes. cool. Yeah. So that's coming up. Yep. Probably uh, be out. This episode's going to be out within the next couple days. And then, and then by next weekend. Yeah. By next week. Yes. Ideally next week. Yeah. So beginning of July, hopefully, which is coming. <laughs> that's coming up quick. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So yeah. Stay tuned. Enjoy. Oh, you want everything you want. 
So, <laughs> episode are. four. Episode, episode four. four. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what an episode, hopefully. I mean, there is a lot to cover. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, we only op- ep- <laughs> we only uploaded our last episode just a couple days ago. Yeah. And, and just now, we have today, s- it's getting on YouTube. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so much has happened in the past yeah. three days. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> feels like it. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we don't miss anything. If, if I mean, if we do, uh, we'll touch back on it later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll we'll pick up where we kind of left off. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Last time, which uh, was at this hostel. Yeah, at the host- hostel. Uh, so after we recorded the last episode, we yeah. probably spent eight hours <laughs> yeah. working on it and try to finishing to it up. Um, but it was really nice because we just got to hang around in the hostel and um, just pretty much meet everyone who was staying there. Yeah, and this man, the the, the small the smallness of the community at this hostel and the maturity yeah. of, of the guests. I've never been at a hostel like this. Yeah, usually, I feel like a lot of hostels have like a party sort of yes. scene yes. associated with them. That's what a them. lot of people are like looking for yeah, out yeah. of their hostel. Yeah, you know, if it's not like a super social um, place, you know, maybe they might not go there. Yeah. And and this was this place was social in all the right ways. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. The most Americans I've ever come across. Yeah, yeah. Usually when we're out traveling, you maybe come across one or two every now and then, but yes. there was like five of them all at the same place, yeah. us included, of yeah. course. And that, that was that was unique. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess just usually don't run across many Americans. Traveling. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of down-to-earth Americans, too. Like Oh, man. And, oh, well, yeah. So I guess <laughs> that's a great segue into... These people were the most humbling people, as far as humbling myself, because yeah, yeah. they all, they were all very experienced travelers mm-hmm. um, with with some very cool stories, some great <laughs> experiences um, that they shared with us as as the night kind of went on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't, man. I would have loved to have captured the audio. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many great stories. Yes, later on, <laughs> one guy had a. He, he was telling us about a fight he got well, into. first he started it off with, so he had this epic <laughs> scar on his arm. Yeah. You know, like a chunk. Like, old, like it looked like a zombie bite. Yeah, yeah. And so he had, he had us all guess what yes. what we thought yeah. happened to him. Some pe- Most people thought it was a knife wound yeah. or maybe a gunshot wound or something like that. Yep, yep. Um, but he got into a fight with yeah. someone and with someone, one, with one his of his friends. Friend. Yeah, yeah, with his, his friend. friend. And uh, his friend ended up biting biting his arm yeah. and it got infected so they had to cut a chunk of his yeah, arm out he they thought he's septic real bad yeah they thought they were gonna have to amputate his whole arm <laughs> yeah, yeah fortunately they didn't so uh be careful if you're biting someone else or getting bitten, <laughs> or getting bitten. <laughs> yeah just you know a rule of thumb just just don't bite yeah yeah just don't, just bite. don't break the skin or well okay in all fairness we did actually talk about biting is acceptable if you are fighting for your life yeah, you know, yeah. life or death situation, anything yep. is acceptable. Yep. You know, go Biting, for the groin, go for the, the eyes. Hair. Oh yeah, eye, yep. nose. You know, jam them. In Karate the nose. chop them to the throat. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you can tell we are trained uh, fighting experts. Yeah, <laughs> yep. But uh, <laughs> but no, not not. I mean, this was just your like a friendly pub brawl. Yeah, and his yeah. mate bit him, uh, which is kind of unacceptable. Yeah, um, very. So yeah, so this was one of the Americans. I don't. Uh, Names aren't important. Yeah. Um, there's also, there's, maybe. So as far as one of the most confident, well-versed. What, what, someone you just couldn't figure out, yes. almost. Not, Not in a bad another way. guy. This was, so there was the, another American that we came across, yeah. living in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, 
well traveled. Yeah, super well traveled all across Europe. Yes. Um, was into politics. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Essentially, that's why he moved to Switzerland. Mm -hmm. um, but man, the the amount of confidence that was exuding from this guy was unbelievable, and not in not not, not, in, a, not in a bad way. No, yeah, not yeah, a, no, not in a bad way. Um, but it was it was like in an inspiring way, yeah, like and an intimidating. Look, I'm not yeah, one to get yeah. intimidated from many people, mm -hmm. um, but this guy was intimidating. Yeah, he yeah. Was straight to the point. He knew what he wanted to say and yeah. and said it in a very well versed manner. Yeah, every single word he very direct. Yeah, it was very direct, yeah. very deliberate. Yeah, um, which is interesting. You don't come across people like that every day. No, 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 not at all. And mm. yeah, I mean, I appreciated it. I mm. certainly appreciated and a, it. A wealth of knowledge. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh. It, it it was. Oh my gosh, it was great. Like any question you had, he he seemed to know yeah, the he answer. Had an educated response. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. And, and which only then forces you to, to really dig deep into mm -hmm. your question. You mm -hmm. know, when you're answering a question that he's asking you, you are thinking, man, is this is this the best way I can put it? Yeah. Am I explaining myself completely? Do I make sense? Mm -hmm. you, it's you know? so easy to give just a surface level response mm -hmm. and, and not put that thought into it. Yes. But he, it, interacting with him, with him. yeah, interacting with him, it forced you to do that, yep. which was which was super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, very cool. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Man, another guy that really man. So there was this this bloke from New York. Yeah, New York. New York, Met, New York. He had, he had everything. He had that New York attitude. Oh, yeah. He probably <laughs> some New York attitude. Yeah, he had the New York attitude. He lives in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, lives in Hell's Kitchen. Wherever that Plus, is. He, yeah, wherever I'm pretty sure it's a TV show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, what a entertaining... It, well, and ultimately, he we were blessed because he he was a, a Honduras a Honduran. Yeah. Um, born in Honduras, moved to New, New York. York and, yeah. Um, and so he was able to essentially crush the language barrier. Yeah. That was making our life very hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, oh man. And what what an easy to get along with guy too. Oh my god. Just like yes, anytime yes. you're sitting next to him, it's always just conversation is so easy, never yeah. forced, and just yeah. such a and cool guy to hang around to say, with. Man, I, look, there's nothing wrong with silence when you're sitting in a group. Yeah, but, no, mean, no. It feels awkward sometimes when you're sitting in a group of people mm -hmm. and there's like this silence. But I mean, he was so good at breaking that silence with something that <laughs> was so beneficial to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and talk about someone who's well traveled. Oh man, all it, these guys, dude. Me and Scott are coming in thinking, yeah, oh, man, we've we've got our stuff to flex. We've got our travel <laughs> stories to flex. And, and I mean, essentially, everybody could have one upped us. I'm yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, not that. It's like, about that. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, this. I mean, he had, he, he he is a student. I think he was like 23. Dude, um, he looked old. Yeah. And, oh my. And, and if we're gonna talk about his looks, too, dude, this guy had to have been the most multicultural. Uh, I mean, like you said, he was, he was, I think, just strictly Honduran. Yeah, uh, yep. But he looked like he could have fit in anywhere. If yeah. he goes into a Middle Eastern country, boom, he would fit in mm -hmm, there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, down here in Central America, South America, yeah. he fits in. Yep. Um, he goes to Greece, he fits yep. in. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, he even looked, I, he looked Mongolian to me. Even. Yeah, yeah, um, a little bit of everything. <laughs> and so it was funny hearing him, him talk about his experiences in other countries and just about every country he's been to somebody will come up and start speaking their native language thinking that, he, <laughs> that he's a local yeah uh, which i found myself thinking wow what what a blessing what oh, like, yeah. i'm jealous of that oh yeah i mean immediately like cultural barriers are broken yeah. down just a little bit Shame. you know yes 
Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was. So that was uh, what, American number two, or three? Yes. That was American, yeah, American number, three. number three. Number three. American number three. And awesome American. Yeah. Which brings us to... Last but not least, and yes. we are going to throw her name out yes, for this yes. just because we have a special shout-out for her. Yes, her name is Courtney, yeah. um, and while we're giving her a special shout-out, she has uh, she's a photographer, yes. and that's that's what she's doing. She's um, currently like doing a travel photography sort of thing, so funding her travels yeah. through photography. Um, I think she's volunteering at a workaway uh, and doing that in exchange for them, um, giving them a social media presence. Yes. But... Um, but main- carries the full spirit of Australia with her. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I feel like I can say that because I spent a little time in Australia. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, so she so she lands in Bogota, <laughs> comes to the hostel. Yeah, okay. she lands at like 6, 7 at night or okay. something like that. Yeah, it gets to the hostel like 8-ish maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, and somehow managed to cop a free ride from yeah. the airport to the hostel. I, she just happened to run into someone she knew there. Yeah. Um, or maybe even didn't know, maybe just met there. Yeah. But yeah, she got a free ride to the hostel, and as she's walking into the door, we're like uh, us and the the three people we just previously mentioned. We're about yeah. to go and get some get some food, and we're like, "Hey, you, you just got here. Do you want to come with us grab some food?" And yes. she had been on a plane for seventeen hours, and then adjusting to a eleven, twelve hour time difference. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know who who knows what time it is? Her mental time. Yeah. You know, who yeah. knows where that's at? And. Uh, and, you know, also maybe fairly intimidating for dudes. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm assuming we had had a couple beers, you know. So yeah. we, were, we were a little lively, a little energetic. Yeah. And we came at her with that energy. Like, hey, <laughs> come on, let's, you want to go out? Let's get some food. Let's listen to some music, whatever. Let's just let's go out in town for a yeah. little bit. She was all for it. Man. Yeah, she just she signed in, dropped her stuff, and then w- went with us. So, so lesson of that story, everybody be Courtney at yeah. some point. Because we went out and we had an amazing night. And I know Man. for a fact that she did not regret going out yes. one day. Even hopefully though, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> but. Uh, but but yeah, it was a great night. We ended up, what, we got some food. We went out into a bar. To, had went dancing, bit, yeah. Which, man, if you know me and Scott, <laughs> dude, we cannot dance. So, so getting us out onto a dance floor, we have to be having a good uh-huh. night. Uh, yeah, Otherwise we would not end up there. Yeah, um, it's, it's so so much fun, and that was like yeah. the first real night that we spent out there yeah. as well. Yep, and that um, was day two for us. Mm-hmm. Um, day point <laughs> two five for Courtney. Yeah. Um, the other the, the other Americans that we were with, they had been there. I think only for a couple of days, but uh, at least one of them, the uh, the the guy that was living in Switzerland, had he had been there before he had bounced back so he yeah so he knew the area fairly well mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. was the one that he was actually the initiator and in all this really we can have this guy to think because he kind of he was the one that kind of forced our hand was like look let's go out Come yeah on, we're going somewhere right? yeah like uh which thank goodness because we probably all would have sat around and just yeah did and nothing did nothing maybe had some good conversation but, yeah um but that but that plenty of great conversation came after we yeah came so we came back and i don't know we're just sitting out on the back patio mm-hmm. um just talking with them man and, and learning more about these these group of four other people in the matter of what it, we had known them for a day or two yeah then i'm sure a lot of people knew about them in, in their lives that were in their lives longer than that yeah yeah um, yeah totally just the the connection that you can make with, with people in a matter of a, a, a day. Uh, yeah. You know, like, so we, yeah, so the, this guy that lives in Hell's Kitchen from New York, um, man, I was sad when he left. Yeah. He left, like, the like an hour before we left. Uh-huh. Still. 
but you feel the need to like get up early, make sure you say goodbye. Yep. Yep. Um, absolutely. You know, get their contact information. Yeah. And in, 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 in I always make sure when I when people are going away or separate going separate ways i always make sure to let them know that they have 100% have a place to stay yeah, yeah. Yeah, when yeah. they're in my area yeah and and and, and they all they just not always reciprocate yeah. yeah yeah and that that to me is the essence of travel yeah right yeah creating these these relationships with people and then having to say goodbye you know yeah. that's what it is that's mm-hmm. what happens yeah and you it's okay to say again. goodbye to it people is. it is um, right? but what's great is you're ending on su- such a high note that yeah. the next time you guys pick it up if that ever happens yeah. it's it's probably going to start off on a high note exactly. too right where it left off yeah and, and that was man it was two days in it's, like, <laughs> it's a phenomenal reminder of why we do this yeah because yeah. as much okay i've mentioned this plenty of times to you i'm sure mm-hmm. um as nice as it is to see the sights yeah to to see some waterfalls go to machu picchu mm-hmm whatever the sites are that involved are in the area as nice as that is the connections the people you meet the relationships that extend for years even though you're just seeing like their facebook updates but you still get excited about that Uh um that to me means so much more yeah yeah so much more i mean what what are those sites if you're going to see them alone like like why are they special yeah they are they are yeah they are but but uh, but they could be so much more special with with anyone else there yeah. in I th- so back back to Courtney man oh yeah yeah, yeah. like in she I, what I was so impressed with was that she embodied the essence of travel just take the opportunities that come your way because yeah. they are 100% going to turn to something great yeah I, it, it'll be worth it yeah um, and she did so I, I guess we should shout out her where you can find her stuff yeah um, this will all be in the description but yeah true and but, we had the pleasure of of going through her website and looking through it and man I feel I feel like I learned a lot about her after yeah. the fact, just looking through her content that she yeah had. yeah um, yeah she has some cool some cool travel photos yeah. but she also has like like some other other stuff too yes um, we, yeah, we that briefly is pushing the there. boundaries in, yeah. in a lot of regards I mean take take a look at it it is uh, it is something that probably needs to be documented and yeah. she's documenting yeah um, and man good good for her mm-hmm. good for her so if we can. Like all five listeners out there, if you, you want to go jump on this website, I mean, whatever we can help out with. Yeah, at least just give her some likes on Instagram or something yeah. like that, at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that stuff will be in the in the description. Um, so check it out. Yeah. Um, so yes, so we did. So we had, we gave our impressions of, of Bogota. Yeah, our, our initial impressions. Initial impressions and. Um, I don't want to say those changed over the course of an extra day. Yeah, um, <laughs> but they, they somewhat did. Yeah, they somewhat did. And okay, so what what I found the most beautiful just walking through the streets mm-hmm. of Bogota was um, was I mean essentially everywhere you look there are little groups of people two three four people talking mm-hmm. um, don't look like they're in any rush. They, yeah, they look like they are completely content sitting there <laughs> talking with whoever they're talking with. Yeah. Um, you see two strangers or two people passing in the in the road. They stop. They shake hands. They hug. They kiss yeah. on the cheek. They talk for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it is just. It is a much more social environment. But this is a city. Yeah. This is the, a big, the biggest city in Colombia. Really? Yeah. Okay. The biggest city in Colombia. Mm-hmm. So imagine the biggest city in the U.S. Mm-hmm. L.A. L.A. Maybe New York. Okay. Um, man, you don't see that. You yeah. see people with their heads down going from point A to point B. 
pretty much completely disregarding everybody else. Or if they, man, if they see somebody they know, you know, it's a very um, surface level, like uh, yeah, yeah, communication. Just, yeah, just hey, what's up, and people yeah. pass by. Or probably much more commonly is like people getting upset with each other and, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. and yelling at each yeah, other. Yeah, we didn't see that at all, so that was nice. Yeah. Uh, not that that doesn't happen. I'm sure there's still altercations in the street. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, seeing these groups of people talking, completely disregarding time. Yeah. Um, or where they where they are going, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah, right. it's just all... They're there right then, mm-hmm. and they're in the moment talking to that person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that sort of impression has carried through... For, through everything else we've seen in Colombia as yes. well is like people are just incredibly hospitable yes and and ready and willing to talk yeah ready. unfortunately uh, we are limited because of our lack of uh, Spanish knowledge mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't I feel like that doesn't hinder the connections that we make you know oh yeah no 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 I, I don't know if I, I, we t- I think we touched on this in episode two about, about Kuya Nono and how we just had yeah. an incredible relationship with yes. him with no no language no. Um, exchange but but yeah yeah that I feel like we have a decent enough command of the Spanish language that yeah. we can get get messages across and yeah. I, that just it helps bumps, yeah it helps it certainly helps mm-hmm. um, so then what was uh, I mean what was your impression of the police? La policia in Bogota. <laughs> eh? um, I mean, most of them, they're just they're just patrolling yeah, and doing and their thing, f- of course. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, there there are a lot of them. Everywhere. We were next to a military museum, which uh, was which was interesting because there were armed guards around there. I'm yes, assuming armed camoed out. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming they were guards. military and not police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they never interacted with us. That that was the, you know, I don't think they're like public servants. You know, yeah, their, their yeah. job isn't to interact with the public. Um, yeah, but yeah, we did have one one experience with the police. Yeah, yeah. it was su- super weird. I, we were just walking down this this super busy street, and we sure, passed. It's essentially like Michigan Ave in uh, Chicago, yeah, or whatever the equivalent would be in New York. It's yeah, like, it is like this is the main strip. Yeah, and we're just walking walking down, and there's these three police that that are right next to us, and they say Buenos dias, good good morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, we just basically keep walking. And I, I just turn my head for a quick second to say buenos dias back. And, and then, like, we make eye contact, and he pulls me over and says, passport, passporte. Uh, and, and of course. And of course, I don't have my passport. <laughs> I'm not going to carry around my passport with hey, me everywhere I go. Hey, now you're making me feel stupid <laughs> carrying around mine. Um, but yeah, so, and I kept walking. Yeah, I, yeah. Kind of hoping Scott would do the same. Uh, I would have, but, but like we locked eyes, and uh, that, that's what that's what it then. was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're locked in then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get you know maybe maybe ten feet down the sidewalk, and I look back, and there's Scott, and I'm like, ah, okay. Uh, so yeah, the police the police officer kind of calls me over, mm-hmm. and immediately asks for my passport, and, and luckily I do. I don't know what they, what would have happened if I didn't. Yeah. Um, I don't even know the legality of the situation if they even are. Like what they could have done. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that happens. I'm sure they were just like checking our visa or something like that. But still, yeah. I mean, just I don't know. It, 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 I've no, and it didn't feel like a friendly encounter. Did no, not at all. Not a smile. Um, you know, as we're talking to the one police officer and he's got my passport. There's another police officer just like five foot back with a video camera. Yeah, taking like, a picture, picture of us or, or something. Video recording. Just this interaction super weird um, and and yeah as soon as he looks through my papers I guess he sees what he wants to see and then just kind of waves us off as if he's 
disappointed that he wasn't able to catch <laughs> us with anything. Yeah. Right? That's that's what kind of struck me as like the most unnerving. It's like, yeah. Come on, come on, dude. And and just like puts you on edge yeah. as you're walking around the city. And yeah. like we had no reason to be on edge before. No, not at all. And and you said right afterwards, like, man, that makes me not want to interact with with one police but like walk around this area even if i'm gonna get like harassed yeah dude yeah it definitely felt like harassment yeah it definitely didn't make me feel more safe Mm -hmm. um and i mean that that's us experiencing that here but like so many people experience that back home and stuff like that imagine yeah i didn't even make that relation at that time the fact that back home i i mean being a caucasian male yeah, that's not something that we typically have to deal with, yes. but there are so many people that do. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, generally speaking, back home in the States, I, I look at police officers as, with trust. You know, I see a police yeah. officer on the road, and, like, I, they feel fairly approachable to me. Yeah. I wouldn't feel weird talking to them or having, mm-hmm. an inter- uh, like, interaction with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the case for a lot of people. Yeah. And so I guess we felt a little bit of that yeah. in Bogota. Uh, so that was that was humbling, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, a good reminder mm-hmm. that there are there are people out there facing facing struggles a lot harder than what we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I don't think I can think of any other any other notable things that, that Bogota stuck out. Yeah, not really. I mean, I feel like it was kind of a, I don't want to say typical capital city of a country. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's how we interact with capital cities. We kind of just get in there, stay a few days, and, and then leave. Out, yeah. But, I mean, as far as comparing it to other experiences I've had in capital cities, man, I, I feel like this is one of the most fun times I had in a capital yeah, city. Yeah, is, it was and, and what made it all was those people that we mentioned before. Yeah. Um, just yes. hanging out with them, getting to know them, and getting to be outside of America, kind of outside of our, everyone's outside of their country, yeah. and just be able to talk about what life is like in our, what they, what they think life is like in our oh, country, yeah. and what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what we, our impression is of theirs. Um, and, and all that stuff. It makes you, it just gives you a different perspective yeah. on on everything. Yeah, yeah. And a, I mean, it is it is incredible how many similarities we have <laughs> as far as what we think of the uh, current situation in the states. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that's kind of expected. I mean, as as a traveler running into another traveler, um, there there are certain. Uh, certain things that you're gonna have in common. Yeah. And, yeah, and like similar mindsets about about things yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so we ended up uh, only wanting to stay one day at this hostel. Stayed three. Uh, <laughs> and but, the the people at the hostel were were so great. Yeah. Dude, everybody should go to a hostel. At some yeah. Point. You know, don't look. I feel like hostels are looked down on as like a last case scenario. Yeah, um, and looked down on as like dirty places yeah, and grimy, stuff like that. Distrustful. Like, but man, why would you go to a hostel if you can afford something else? Yeah, no, go, go to a hostel. Just like we were saying earlier, like you can go see sites alone. You can go to a hotel and be in yes. alone in your room, or you can be in a community environment where yes. people are hanging out in a common space. Yes, and a hostel and, forces that. Yeah, forces that on you. And you're uh, sleeping in a dorm with nine other oh, people. Yeah. Oh, that's always great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sometimes that's fun. great. Sometimes it's not. That was not fun. I mean, I think two out of the three nights I slept with earphones on. Yeah, uh, just yeah. to drown out whatever noise was going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, one day turned into three. Finally, we needed to leave Bogota. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, so on our, so we decided let's head on down to Medellin as planned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In our our goal heading to Medellin, which was 
really like 11 hours away. Oh, yeah. um, our yeah. goal was to find a place halfway to camp. <laughs> to camp, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is surprisingly harder than I thought. You know, yeah. Colombia is essentially 75% just jungle. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought it'd certainly be easy to find a place to camp. But it turned out to be extremely hard. Yeah, it turned out to be fairly hard than, than we thought. Yeah. Um, and so we go to the well. So we go to the train station. I think there is, there was this one guy worth mentioning at the train station that really helped us out. We are sitting oh, there looking yeah. like, like just completely lost puppies. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> because it was, I mean, this this train station looked like an airport. There oh were yeah, it was terminals. Huge. Yeah. Like a hundred different stands you can go to to get your yeah. ticket. Like you go to. You go to the stand that correlates with where you want to go. Yeah. So it's not like one stand you go to and you say, hey, I'm going here. And they're like, okay, papa, they punch your ticket. Mm -hmm. No, you have to like, yeah, you have to find the stand that relates to the destination that you want to go. Yeah, yeah. Out of, I mean, there had to have been at least five terminals, mm -hmm. each terminal having at least 15 <laughs> different windows to yeah. go to. Yeah, <laughs> So we're looking, there's a lot of windows with a lot of uh, gibberish written above yeah. them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're sitting there and this guy with his wife and kid comes up and he speaks English. Fortunately, uh, fortunately thank goodness. Thank goodness. And um, he was actually in the tourism business. Mm -hmm. um, and he, uh, he, he was just in Bogota, but he was in, he wasn't working there. He was, he okay. worked like several cities yeah, away. Yeah, he was just, he was not on, he was not on the clock. He, yeah. He was just on his leisure and mm -hmm. decided to come up and help us. Went to the window with us, or well found the right window first, yeah. <laughs> went to the window, helped us order our ticket. Mm -hmm. um, just made conversation, yeah. super friendly guy Dude, and just yeah. saw us. Invited two, us two. to where, you know, he, I think he is like um, centered around Kali. Yeah, yep, um, yep. Gave us, I mean, I've got his phone number sitting in my phone right now. Mm -hmm. And assuming we can remember this, I hope, I hope, remember, <laughs> remember. But as we're going back down into Peru, we will pass essentially Kali. Yeah. And... Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, contact him. Yeah, uh, hang out with him. Whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe go out to dinner with him or something like yeah. that. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, what a impromptu relationship that mm -hmm. <laughs> was created out of a necessity for us. Yeah. Really, we needed that. We yeah. needed him there. Yeah. Is it? it I mean, we'll get to other things later, but it's, it feels like every little place that, that we have to yeah. spend some time in, it's, it seems there's like somebody there's... somebody that saves our butt. Yeah, somebody save that, yep. saves our butt and helps us out. Yep. Um, yep. But anyway, so we got on the, on the bus that uh, that guy helped us find, and this was the worst bus ride of my entire life. <laughs> it was horrendous. Man, there's... I don't... I don't think the driver there, there was no such thing as <laughs> as like a slow speed up or a slow stop no you know, no a, way like a gradual acceleration or gradual deacceleration it is gas brake gas brake gas brake oh, gas brake dude it was for insane four or five hours yeah through the mountain i mean this was there was not a single point that we were driving on level pavement i no, was, I was no. stunned at the fact that it was windy twisty turning mm -hmm. up down in in for an hour while we were leaving bogota we were stuck in traffic so it was just like uh, that started it off and then yeah. we're driving through the mountains and uh, you're in, doing these extremely dangerous passes of people oh my gosh yeah yeah i mean you, essentially you can just like so it's two-lane road that is turned into a three-lane yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. Because you just drive down the middle, you know, with the with the line in between your two tires uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, to pass. And you hope when you're passing somebody around a curve, going down a hill, flying at 60 kilometers an hour, that the oncoming traffic 
is a motorcycle and not a bus. Yeah. Because if it's a bus, what the heck do you do? I don't know. Yeah, I, you I guess slam on the brakes and then go I, behind yeah, someone. Yeah, that's. I guess you start praying at that point. Yeah. Uh, and then, and so you have you have trucks going, you know, forty miles an hour. You have yeah. motorbikes going thirty miles an hour, <laughs> and you have cars going like Whatever. sixty miles an hour. <laughs> it's, it was hectic. Yeah. It was extremely so, hectic. So, after after four or five hours, we. We we're, we cut, we passed through this town and we're like, man, this looks like a like a pretty cool place. Yeah, but a place that was actually um, recommend like suggested yeah. when we were talking to um, some of the employees at the hostel. One of the one of the guys um, recommended this town. We were asking him, like, where can we camp? And it didn't sound like a sure bet when he was like, uh, I don't know, tr try out try out Honda, which yeah. is the name is essentially spelled like Honda, <laughs> um, where I believe all Hondas are made, right? <laughs> yeah, I is think that, they have a Honda factory there. Yeah, is that right? Um, so we did have this this little town in our mind, but um, getting on the bus, our intention well, <laughs> our intention um, was to go to like a, was go to a, a town a couple hours more north. Yeah, um, yeah, somewhere oh, where yeah, somewhere that was close to a national park that we could <laughs> yeah, go camping. Yeah, what we thought was close. <laughs> yeah, it, it was still like three hours. Away. <laughs> but yeah, so we were gonna go there, but we're going through this town. We are just fed up with this ride. Yeah. Absolutely, completely fed up with this bus ride. And so we get off here. Yeah, we're like, man, we're passing through and we're like, man, we, sh we should have stopped here. Because yeah. the bus stopped and kept going. And we're like, yeah. man, we should have stopped here. And then it pulls into the bus station. Yeah. So we're like, yep, we're right, getting off. Boom, Screw this. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, we got off there and uh, ultimately, probably the best decision we've had oh, on yeah. this trip. Yeah, um, by far. <laughs> so so we just, we just walk out the bus station and... We ask a taxi cab driver, where can we camp? Nothing. He doesn't know anything. So not a good sign. Dude, because taxi, <laughs> taxi cab drivers know everything. Oh, yeah. If you want to know anything yeah. about a city, ask a taxi cab yep. driver. Yep, yep. Um, he didn't know. He calls his mate over. He didn't know. <laughs> All right. So at this point, we're reconsidering our options. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, okay, camping might not be a thing. Start walking a little, little ways. And it, so the, this Onda was probably 20 degrees hotter than Bogota. Oh, oh my god. Bogota was like cool. Oh. It was like 60, maybe 70 degrees at yeah. its warmest. And then boom, 90 degrees. Dude, easy. Insane. And, and just, the humidity. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so we're just sweating, walking around, not knowing yep. where to go. Yep. And we see, we see a sign for a hotel. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, well, that's it. Hopefully they will speak English, right? Because mm -hmm. we, we asked a couple other people that we passed along the road while we were walking. And unfortunately, nobody spoke English. And we knew how to ask what we wanted to ask. Yeah. But but we couldn't interpret we their got, responses yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, ran into some issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they kind of pointed down the road and then, like, made it look like, okay, take a right. Um, so we start walking down that way. And that was when we see this hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, okay, cool. Well, let's ask them. Maybe they'll speak English. And whoo, all right. <laughs> Everything started to work. Everything started to work out. There was um, the owner of this hotel. She was Colombian, but she lived in Vermont yeah. for like five years or mm -hmm. something. So, so she spoke fantastic, fantastic English, which is <laughs> such a blessing. Which, well, now should we shout out the, this hotel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we did. So we asked her. We were like, where can we camp? And she's like, ah, maybe across the street. Essentially the same place that I'm assuming the other guys down the road yeah. told us. Yeah, which was camp. just like basically a field. Yeah, it was like a football field. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just a public park. Yeah. Uh, not what we were looking for, but still we were definitely considering it. We were like, oh, perfect. We found a place to camp. Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, it was 90 degrees. 
I was absolutely soaking <laughs> wet uh, from sweat. Mm-hmm. And we had passed at least three pools that we yeah. had seen in yeah. like <laughs> 10 minutes. So we were like, man, can we pay you to leave our bags here so that we can go, like, we don't have to carry our bags through town to go to this pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. Just leave them here for free. Like, this is completely safe. Mm-hmm. We'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And I trusted her 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, that might sound foolish, but it was not. I mean, they were stand-up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like... It's just like being in a small town in the States. Like, yeah. you, you, in a small town in the States, you come across, like, the nicest people. Yeah. And, and this was exactly the same. Like, small town, yep. little little bit rural. Yep. And, and yeah, these people were just so <laughs> hospitable. So, so, yeah, that... Once she said that, I was like, uh, okay. What about... What if we stay here? You know, because it's like... Mm didn't want to spend the money to stay somewhere mm-hmm. and like we had camping on our mind didn't want to give up on that idea yeah um but we we're like okay well let's at least just ask her what it would cost us to stay at night and this was a place you know this was more of like a uh, bed and breakfast yeah this yeah like their place they lived there they had maybe uh two or three spare rooms mm-hmm. um and just rented them to people coming through town yeah and so we asked her and it was it was 17 dollars a night for a private room with air conditioning, a TV, TV <laughs> Wi-Fi, private bathroom, mm-hmm. um, more than what we were paying at the hostel. Actually, we were paying ten dollars a night at the hostel. Yeah, for per person. Per person. And then this is seventeen total. Yeah. Yep. Um, and wow, that I mean, best night of sleep I've ever had. Oh my gosh! Seriously. Yeah, after spending like day, like day, a day in transit, you know, yeah. and then sleeping in a hostel, uh, which like, yeah, we slept. We Fine. slept in the hostel, yeah, but we didn't sleep, sleep great, you no. know. And then this place just comes along, and it, it felt like it was meant for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, come late, it, it ended up being perfect, because actually later that night, it just was, there was a terrible storm. So One of the, the most intense thunderstorms dude, I feel like I've been wow. in in a while. It was something else. Mm-hmm. And so, man, so happy we didn't go camping. Yeah. That would have been miserable to be yeah. camping on that. And, um, and so they, after after we were like, oh, we're just going to stay here. This yeah, is, like, yeah. too nice to, to, yeah. to, to pass. Too good of an opportunity. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, we'll drive you down the street to the hotel. Or to, to, the, the, pool. to the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had mentioned, we were like, where's, where's the pool? They pointed it out. And then almost immediately after pointing it out, they're like, well, you know, look, I'll, we'll drive you. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, my friend owns a pool. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. We, got, we got to go in there for, like, 50 cents or something <laughs> like that. And there was a birthday party going on at the pool. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful, and look, I, I was the hottest I've been in a long time, mm-hmm. and that pool was paradise. Yeah. That pool was absolutely paradise. <laughs> it's a little piece of paradise everywhere you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was uh, their kind act number one. Mm-hmm. Not the last kind act that they were going to no, uh, bestow no. upon us. Um, <laughs> so, after after we get done swimming, we walk back to their place, yep. and uh, we invite them out to dinner, because, like, they had already done us just, it felt like so much already, that yeah. we, we inv- invited them out to dinner. And fortunately, Colombia was yes. playing Argentina. Argentina. Who, what, who? Argentina is, from my understanding, from what I got from him, number one in in the league. Uh, the, yeah, the South American yep. league. And then and then Colombia and um, Brazil are, yeah. were like two and three. Yeah. I don't know in exactly what order, but yeah, Co- Colombia, Brazil, Argentina are top three teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those who watch soccer, uh, Messi plays on Argentina. So, so how cool to be able to watch Messi as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in while we were walking every single oh house we passed was playing this game yes. the yes. entire town was yeah. watching the, the this jerseys game. were out everything yeah it was awesome yeah um, so yeah we go to the bar we watch the game Colombia wins yeah two goals it was 2-0 I mean uh -huh. I don't know how frequent that is in soccer yeah and it was a great game too yeah, yeah. yes it was, it was Colombia couldn't like was really controlling the, the, the game first half, the first half Argentina comes out second half yeah and really controlling dominating. and then Colombia gets two Boom. goals two quickish goals. yeah uh, yeah towards towards the end of end of the game I want to yeah. say maybe yeah. like 70 minutes in or so yeah uh, um, but man and then watch a soccer <laughs> game with proper soccer fans yeah at some point in your life because I mean, I don't necessarily care about how Columbia does, but in that bar, I did. Yeah, in yeah. Bar, as soon as Columbia would score, everybody's jumping up, everybody's high-fiving. It is a, what an incredible atmosphere yeah. to have been a part of. Yeah, the, the whole bar erupts, and the whole town yes. erupts, yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it was while we were sitting at this bar, mm -hmm. watching the game, yeah. that they're like, hey, so you guys are going to Medellin tomorrow, we need to pick up our like we're picking up our sister they had they had somebody they were going to pick up in medellin in a couple days mm -hmm. and they were like well look why don't why don't we just drive you to medellin you know, <laughs> that way you don't need to take a bus ride yeah and man, it, just, when, when i heard that i couldn't i couldn't believe it i was like no 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 no, no. Yeah. like you guys don't no, need to do yeah. that but <laughs> But uh, since it worked out for them, it, yeah. it, it, it was And the way they great. expressed it, they were like, man, this is, you were, you guys were meant to come here. You guys were meant mm -hmm. to be here. We were meant to meet you. Like it, it all, it all works out for a, a very specific reason. Yeah. And that was, that was proven right then. <laughs> um, so yeah. So we, uh, we got a ride to Medellin the following morning. Yeah. In um, well. They wanted to take us to just take us around to some uh, waterfalls too that day, yeah, yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, since it rained so much, since it was just a, the an <laughs> storm. Yeah, <laughs> um, we didn't. You know, we, we didn't. We didn't have the opportunity to go because it, I'm assuming it was flooded. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we ended up going there early, which you know worked out because we were able to stop along along the drive and kind of yes. take our time with it, oh which my was gosh. which so was so was nice. Stop number one. So okay, so we're in the car. It's the next day. The husband of the wife that lived in Vermont that owned that was running this hotel. <laughs> uh -huh. He gave us a ride. She stayed yeah. back. First yeah. stop was breakfast, I guess. Oh yeah, first stop was breakfast. Yeah, yeah like breakfast. right right out of Onda. Yeah, of course, another friend he knew. Yeah. He was like, oh yeah, I know this. I know this person. Like we'll go there. So and we went there. Had the first like, I feel like proper Colombian meal. meal. Yeah, finally, dude. Because we've just been eating fried empanadas on the side of the yeah. Road. We've had a, we've had some nice dinners, but it didn't yeah. feel like. No, they were just nice restaurants. They yeah. Were too, they were a little too expensive. Actually. Yeah, yeah. This was like someone's home cooking. It felt like. Yep. Um, so we had an amazing breakfast, and we ended up going, and then. Um, a couple hours down the road, I think it was our next stop, and that was at, I guess, well, I guess it was a zoo. It was now a zoo because now the government zoo. doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that it was Pablo Escobar's compound. Yeah. That he, had, <laughs> that he had shipped in, you know, animals from Africa, right? Yeah. So, he, so this was, yeah, this was, so he stops off and he didn't, he didn't speak much English. His English mm -hmm. was limited. Our Spanish is limited. So it was. He's telling us all these through his phone app, through a translator. Mm -hmm. you know, he would speak into it. It would spit out the English, and it worked flawlessly. This was actually the first time I'd, I'd ever been communicating with somebody that way. Yeah. Essentially, directly through mm -hmm. a translator. Mm -hmm. um, not a, but a tr like <laughs> electronic translator. Yeah. Not a person, just his phone. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so this was Pablo Escobar's old compound. Yep. Um, where apparently he used to bring and interrogate and execute mm -hmm. uh, rival gang members, yeah. as well a, as live and as well as ship in all these exotic animals. This was like the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in a park right yeah. now. <laughs> Hopefully, the video captures that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, this was apparently where like the first plane of that was carrying cocaine like left or like came oh, to or yeah. something like that. Yep. Um, so any so after Pablo Escobar was was killed, mm -hmm. um, the government kind of I think like reclaimed this yeah. this area, but and turned it into a zoo because the, from our understanding, what we got from him is that essentially Colombia wants to destroy that the old image. Of yeah, they Columbia. don't want to have that image of being the the drug country. Yes. Yeah, which is un completely understandable. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but but for the community that this zoo quote mm -hmm. unquote was was located. Pablo Escobar was essentially a god. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he was had, like the Robin Hood of yes, yes, he <laughs> their built community. A, I mean, once again, what we got from from this guy through the translator was that um, just a couple kilometers down the road, Escobar had built a whole town, or mm -hmm. a whole community, just had built housing for the poor people in that, in mm -hmm. that area. Um, Which is so weird. That, I mean, I don't know if we really have an equivalent in the United States, but like to be a citizen where this like drug lord who you know is doing obviously bad things yeah yeah does something so great for you and everyone you know you man can't help but like him and yeah get him that way yeah um but the so the government ended up destroying everything that resembled pablo pablo escobar yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah i mean images yeah i mean this it, driving past this you wouldn't not have known that mm -hmm. at all yeah uh, that this was any anything close to being related to Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Um, but this was, yeah, he lived there. He killed people there. <laughs> yeah. It's um, crazy. But, and so, yeah, he flew in all these exotic animals from, yeah. primarily hippos are the big one there. Yeah. So he flew in hippos back in what, like the seventies and stuff like that. And they've like multiplied as, as animals do. do. <laughs> <laughs> and so now there's like an overrunning of hippos there. There's like a hippo problem like destroying the, the, the ecology there, which, which is, is interesting. Not where you would expect to find hippos. Yeah. But it's, it is evident because there is like, I mean, we didn't see any wild hippos, yeah. but there are, there are hippo references everywhere. Yeah. And, and little mascots and on signs. Um, it's just hippos, hippos on hippos on hippos. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why. Uh, so, yeah, that was stop number two uh -huh. on our... It ended, I mean, if you were to drive straight through, it might have only taken five hours. It probably yeah. took us about seven yeah. to get there. Mm -hmm. um, so, then, yeah, that was stop two. And then the next stop a couple hours later was... Uh -huh. oh, man, I wish I could remember the name of the city. Um, city town. Yeah, but, yeah. But anyway, so it, it was basically this, a stop on the side of a side of a mountain, yep. um, where you just had this incredible view. Yes. You could just see see for miles and yeah. mountains for miles. And it, it was just mountains. The only thing you see while you're driving, you look in any direction, all you see are mountains. Yeah, uh, which is incredible. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, um, and there's like there's a city well below us, uh -huh. and that you're looking down onto. Mm -hmm. And um, then there's people paragliding, taking yeah. off from where we where we stopped, yeah, paragliding I mean, right around there. Foot from where we're eating at this restaurant, they're jumping off and paragliding. Yeah. And we it, we could have it, it was fairly cheap to go paragliding. Yeah, it was a hundred thousand pesos, which is like thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't have but, any cash on us. Yeah, and, we didn't have yeah. much cash, and like, look. 
paragliding is not something I want. I don't want to go budget paragliding. I don't want to go budget paragliding. I don't want to go budget parachuting. Um, you know, there's certain things like I'm willing to pay a little extra money uh, for. Uh, paragliding, not one of them. Yeah. You know, yep. if they're trying to get people in and out, get as many people through as possible. Look, I'm good. I'll watch. Yeah. You know, that's fine. You do your thing. I'll watch. But it was, it was funny because people were paragliding and they were just like riding the thermals next to this restaurant that we were sitting in and just yeah. having conversations with people. Yeah, yeah, they were like cruising within throwing distance of the of this restaurant, yelling over and talking with people that are like standing on this balcony looking over. Yeah. Like they were close. They were really close. Yeah. They looked very comfortable mm-hmm. with what they were doing, which would have made me feel a bit more comfortable had we chosen to do it yeah um, but that's all right but probably the best food i've had since since we came to bogota or came to colombia the, the, oh the food there gosh. was speaking out of, of we still world. have that food. oh my yeah, gosh I, made, I ate maybe 50 not even maybe like 40 percent of that meal yeah so much it had chorizo it had mm-hmm. like this beans eggs this bacon that was like the thickest cut an bacon. inch thick yeah <laughs> it yes. was it was ridiculous Phenomenal. Um, um, it had an egg it had an avocado it had everything oh my it had everything gosh. you could possibly yeah. want one of the the best meals i've had in a very long time yeah yeah <laughs> which i did not even come close to finishing but now that's all i have on my mind yeah yep. let's get this podcast over but um but yeah, that was awesome. We we continued our ride in, um, and he dropped us off at at the placement that we're volunteering at. I mean, yeah. at the front door, made sure we got in. Yep. Asked yep. if he asked was like, look, you want me to go in and talk with them? Like, if you have any questions. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, and that was not necessary because this place that we are at, which is Columbia Immersion, uh-huh. in in Medellin, um, it was the. So during the weekend, it's not being used as yeah. as the as the school, mm-hmm. um, and it was just it was just the four volunteers there, the four other workaway volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's like a, it, I, I'm still having trouble understanding oh exactly gosh. what the school is. It, yes. It's it's a language exchange school. Yes. That's that's clear. Yeah. Um, and I think they teach English as well as Spanish. I think that's part of the immersion. Is yeah, um, like. And I think that's the appeal of having volunteers there is like the, these uh, these locals who sign up for this immersion course, which it's it's like an adventure uh, like course as well. Yeah, you know, they do a lot of fun things. Uh, yeah, from my understanding, we haven't worked a day yet. So <laughs> a lot of this is assuming, but um, but yeah, I think a lot of the appeal is look, you can come and you can hang out with people from other from other countries mm-hmm. um, as well as gain gain valuable Spanish speaking skills. Um, yeah yeah and it's a it's like a it's like a community community based language school so you yeah. learn some stuff at the school like in which a is typical also where we're living yeah, our, yeah like our living dwelling is is in this in this building as well mm-hmm. and you learn some stuff in like a f- more formal setting i'm yes. assuming yeah um and then you go out into the town and you practice it practice it or okay. um or at least or people can come practice yeah. with it, us but yeah you, you you practice it through through the the little excursions that you go on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and as well as just like hanging out, having lunch with uh, with the volunteers and the employees. Yeah, um, which man, it, I, that that's what makes sense to, to learn learn yeah. language. Just oh, dude, language. it does, and I am really excited. This the place that we're staying is incredible. Yeah, it yeah. Is, <laughs> the, the the area of Medellin that we're in is incredible. I mean, 
It is what? What time is it right now? Um, uh, 9.30. Not that late, actually. Yeah. Felt a lot later. But uh, but the city is still alive. Yeah. You know? That's uh, one thing that Bogota didn't have going no, for it. As soon as it was night, it felt like it, it shut, shut down. down. In, in um, the lady at, at the, the hotel that we stayed at, she yeah. said that it's because Bogota does get dangerous at night. Yeah. Um, but you, and you can tell this place, Medellin and Onda, they're... Like people, I mean, you can probably see on the video. There's people at the park with their kids. Yeah, playing and, some futsal. It's, it's, a much more comforting environment mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and we're in the city, but we're in like a the really suburbs, yeah, yeah, we're in like, like a really calm little neighborhood of the yeah, city. Within, I mean, a minute walk of a hundred restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean. It, Pool halls galore. Which yeah, thank, thank goodness. goodness. We were we didn't know essentially if uh, if there were gonna be pool halls at all. Yeah, the first pool hall we went to had didn't have pockets on the tables. Yeah, which I I'm thinking is considered billiards because mm, uh, when, yeah. we, when we went to a pool hall they had both sorts of tables the the larger table without pockets that you only play with three balls. And then they had, you know, your typical six-pocket table. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asked us if we wanted to play pool or billiards. <laughs> so I think pool they, is considered to be the one with the pockets, and billiards, the one without the pockets. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, we found, you know, we, we got to play some pool tonight, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so so the school, when when people aren't there working and people students aren't there taking classes and whatnot, it, it, it's our house. We. Yeah. It's like the whole place is. It is just is our volunteers domain. there. There's no. There's no employees from mm-hmm. Columbia Immersion. Uh, this. This house is run by the volunteers for the volunteers, as well as for for the paying customers. Come. Yeah. Come weekdays. Yep. Yep. Um, which which is so comforting to know that we have a place that's our own and we have have yeah. just that freedom, you know. Yep. Yep. It's been. It's been. What, five hours here and I'm all and I'm excited what is going to keep coming yeah yeah um, yeah every little bit bit of this trip so far has just been exceeded every expectation oh, that, that I had and it, and it always does yeah Somehow, yeah <laughs> whatever expectations you go in with mm-hmm. however different things end up working out it is it, it always exceeds it yeah always in just about every fashion yeah <laughs> uh, and yeah this is certainly no different hey we got Okay, you know what else? So we've got a bunch of dogs running around by Mm -hmm. us, which... Dude, these are the most, like, not the type of dogs I would have expected. Yeah. I'm looking at a proper beagle right now. (laughs) I saw about ten golden retrievers in Bogota. Yeah, that looks like a lab That's a lab. I've seen a handful of huskies. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Really surprised at how well dogs are treated. Yeah. And street dogs, too. Yeah. I mean, even in in Bogota, Mm -hmm. here in Medellin... The street dogs are not kicked and shoved away and, yeah. and treated like uh, like a, a fly. Yeah, um, they're like another piece of the community. Exactly. Like, yeah. like like people pet them and yeah, give them yeah. food and stuff like that. And, yeah. and I feel like because of that, they don't like seem as like scraggly. You know, they're oh, not no. like. And I'm sure th- I would imagine that uh, that the dogs' behaviors are, are completely different yeah. than a lot of other countries that I've been in. Mm-hmm. Where, Man, street dogs, you don't mess with street dogs. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, you see a pack of street dogs, you start walking the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are completely different. I've seen some of the cutest street dogs I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. The absolute cutest. Yeah, like, yeah, as, as we mentioned, like golden retriever street dogs. Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, going on from here, I, I, 
I think we will know more in the next couple of days of what our like job entails um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I still, I have a fair idea. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as what we do, I mean, I think if nothing else, we are just somebody to sit there, hang out, and chat with. Um, yeah. Chat, chat with these people that are paying to be a part of this immersion program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what- which is very cool. Yeah. yeah, and look, I think we can do, we can do that no problem. Yeah, we should be able to do that no problem. Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, look, I think we're gonna play out a song by Damian Marley and, and Nas, which yeah. is a song that we, as we were sitting at the at the hostel in Bogota, um, we we played, we listened to with with some of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, yeah, it just it feels like it feels like a right. Uh, a right song. Today. Yeah, in the, this whole album, they have a whole album yeah. together, which is just yeah, Nas and Damian Marley. Oh a, man, a, a phenomenal, phenomenal album. album. <laughs> I mean, talk about bringing two genres together, two mm-hmm. legends from two yeah. genres together, uh, <laughs> and they kill it. They kill it. Every single song. Yeah. You uh, just listen to that album straight. I think it's through. called Distant Relatives. Yeah, 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 I think so. Distant Relatives, yeah. Nas and Damian Marley. Uh huh. If you haven't heard it, check it out. If yeah. you have good on you mate yeah you know yeah and i guess here's a little sneak peek unless you have anything else uh no. else you want to talk about no i think um i think anything else can can wait till the next one yeah um yeah hope yeah. you enjoyed um uh, till next time africa africa <laughs> africa just just the mention of it just to mention of it man it's like you call my name, man. Well, you know, Africa is a motherland, and Africa is where we rightfully belong. And that's where I want to be. Now, now I say greetings in the name of the mighty king, and I just play by the king of his life. Africa is a responsibility to dreadlocks. Yes! In Ghana, like California, with Sunset Boulevard, Johannesburg would be Miami. Somalia, like New York, with the most pretty light. The toughest pretty car. Every New Year, the African Times Square, like half imagine Lagos, like Las Vegas. The ball has them a ball. Angola, like Atlanta, a pure plane take off. Bush Gardens in a Mali, Chicago in a Chad, Magic Kingdom in a Egypt, Philadelphia in Sudan. The Congo like Colorado, Fort Knox in Nagyaban. People living in Morocco like the state of Oregon. Algeria, Wamad and Arizona bring your sun lotion. Early morning class of yoga on the beach in Senegal. Ethiopia, the capital, PD Congression. And that's how I belong, a day the king come from. I can see us all in limos, jaggy wars and limos. Riding on the king's highway, to the promised land. Moving to the promised land. Oh God, save the promised land. Yeah, I'm the promised land. Oh, oh. Uh, promised land, I picture Porsche's Bosque, I portraits. 
rings, realistic princesses, heiresses, bunch of kings and queens. Plus, I picture fortunes for kids out in Port-au-Prince. Powerless, they not allowed to fit, but not about to slip. Vision promised land with fashion like Madison Ave, Manhattan, Saks Fifth Avenue, Rodeo, relaxing, popping labels, promised lands, no fables. This where the truth's told. Use them two holes above your nose to see the proof, yo. Imagine a contraption that could take us back when the world was run by black men. Back to the future, anything could happen. If these are the last days and hundred foot waves come crashing down, I get some hash, some pounds, pass around some bud and watch the flood. Can't stop apocalypse, my synopsis is catastrophic. If satellites is causing earthquakes, will we survive it? Honestly, man, it's the sign of the times and the times at hand. There's a lot of work to be done, oh God, in the promised land. Yeah, talking about the promised land, oh God, take me to the promised land. I love it. One, play Nami, I'm gonna shoot it right, that's all right now. <laughs> 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 